You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Wasn't expecting that answer. Welcome back to Beck You All Daily, presented by BetMGM. Ed Egros, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. That's Michigan head coach Jim Harbaugh talking about how excited he is. Very excited, apparently, uh, for the game between Ohio State and Michigan. So, again, how do you measure Jim Harbaugh not being there on the sideline? How much does this matter in terms of the grand scheme of things? Well, Michigan's a three and a half point favorite at home, totals 45 and a half. So how do we handicap this, Joe? Under. I mean, I didn't even hesitate. It's it's another one of these Big Ten uh, matchups where it's like, just play the under. And I thought the number was going to be shorter than what we're getting at 46. I don't know that it's going to close 46 by the time we get to Saturday. I That makes perfect sense to me. Uh, Michael's talking about Ohio State putting up 30. I would be shocked if that happens. Mm-hmm. Just the way these sort of matchups go. Now, first off, Michigan. On the Michigan side, are they? Are we going to see more of the way they've been trending, where it's run, run, run? Since Harbaugh has not been there, that's all they've been doing. This weekend against Maryland, they ran the ball 45 times. Before that against Penn State, they ran it 46 times. So are they going to keep doing that? Or was it a was setup? It McCarthy was they- 7 of 8 against Penn State? Like 7 of 8 or something ridiculous? Like Zero pass attempts in the second half of that entire game. Yeah. Zero. Like, yeah. Um, so is this what they're going to continue to do or are they doing a setup like McCarthy? He just remember he was the Heisman favorite at one point this year. And mm-hmm. do they not trust mm-hmm. him or they, they're they like, look, the run game is our strength. We're going to do the strength. And frankly, McCarthy, we're not sure about you, because if they trusted him that much, why would they not allow their quarterback to pass the football in 2023? <laughs> it doesn't make that much sense. Um, so they're going to keep running the ball. This And the reason I asked Michael about the Ohio State defense is because they have been super impressive this year. The last mm-hmm, six games, mm-hmm. they have not allowed more than one touchdown in a game. Okay? Not allowed more than one. The most that they've allowed all year was, I believe it was 17 uh, to Maryland. A Maryland team that kept it close last week against Michigan. But, like, yeah, it, for me, easy. I, could the hook come into play? Possibly Michigan win by three. I'm not going to worry about that. I'm just going to play the under 46 guys. 
Yeah, I was thinking under first half as well. I would be shocked if there was fireworks in the first half. Michigan (laughs) plays the second slowest pace in all of college football. As you mentioned, they like to run the ball. J.J. McCarthy had success in the passing game in this matchup last year, and he's even better. But Ohio State's secondary is also better this year. So it just Mm -hmm. screams under, doesn't it? Yes, it probably it probably does. My only concern, though, and Joe, I'm glad you brought up the lack of passing because McCarthy has only two games this year where he's thrown at least 30 passes and he only has one game this year where he's thrown for at least 300 yards. So this is something that's happened all year long. I mean, it was McCarthy's running that I think made him the Heisman favorite much more so than, say, an uber efficient passing game where he wasn't passing that much to begin with. But the, the concern that I have here as far as if this goes under or who to cover, all that stuff is, it, it does involve Jim Harbaugh. Because let's say Michigan has to play with a deficit. And let's say it's a significant mm-hmm. deficit, like two possessions in the second half or something like that. Do they panic? Maybe I'm not giving the coordinators enough credit, but I could see Michigan panicking if they get into some kind of a bind, whatever that bind is, whether it's an obvious deficit or a significant player going down or something like that. It's that panic that makes me concerned about backing Michigan in some way. And I definitely love the approach where, okay, if Michigan's going to win this game, it's because it's an under. If Ohio State wins this game, it's because it's a little bit more high-flying. I think that's probably how this goes here. So it's kind of one and the same where if you parlayed these two things, you're probably okay. Uh, and I, I wouldn't mind endorsing something like that. But as far as what I'm thinking here, Ohio State's defense, that pass defense, ranks in the top 20 in EPA. It has been super impressive, Joe, no doubt about it. And it's not like they're going up against horrible offenses. I mean, some of them have actually been pretty decent. So when this thing potentially goes haywire and Ohio State's defense is impressing us, how many times over the course of the broadcast are we going to hear Maserati Marv mentioned? I suspect it's going to be more than a couple of times. We are going to hear this nickname so much that in the group chat, it's going to get obnoxious just how much we're going to vent about it. So in this spot, I like the hook. The hook to me is the difference. I would back Ohio State plus three and a half, and then I'd probably parlay that with the over, knowing full well if Ohio State covers, it's probably because it's a higher scoring game. I know I'm saying this without knowing the results of some of these other games that we're going to talk about, but if it's a one-score game, I put them both in. Really? Yes. You would. If If it's, let's say it's a field goal game, like the line is suggesting, I would, mm-hmm. I'd put them both in. I don't want to say probably because, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But is this year different though? Because it feels a good bit more congested. Like the top tier, there are several teams this go round. Whereas with last year, I mean, TCU didn't even win the Big Twelve, and they got in because of an undefeated regular season record. Like there were paths where, okay. You had two non-conference champions get there. I wonder if that's going to be that much more difficult this go-round because it's a bit more of a logjam. Like, context-wise, that might be tougher. What do you think? Could could be, but they have their out now with Florida State, too. And 
True. I that's a good is point. Bama going to do all this? Is Bama going to take down mm-hmm. Georgia too? Like that's the other thing. That's the path for two SEC teams, and then maybe that doesn't happen, and it doesn't seem like they're inclined to put a Big Twelve team in there right now. Uh, maybe a Pac twelve team sneaks in there. I just think the way it sets up and some of the matchups that we're going to have these last couple of weeks that it, it truly looks like we might go back to back. Like, are they two of the top fourteen? Two te- four teams or not? I think that's the question mm-hmm. they're going to be faced with, and I think they're going to walk away saying yes in the end. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I mean, this is going to be a great matchup for sure. I'm looking forward to it. I don't know, though. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't expect a lot of points scored, but I do like Felder's Mm-mm. argument about if there are, then that means Ohio State's winning. Oh, yeah. McCarthy's yeah. not keeping up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, no doubt about it. Like suddenly you're forcing McCarthy into a passing situation when he's done very little of that over the last few games against stiffer competition. I I don't trust this. And I think McCarthy can be a good quarterback, but there's something to be said for reps and practice and doing it in games. And it just hasn't happened. So in that Mm -hmm. respect, I would have some real concerns there. How about we do a choose your own adventure here? Lots of other great rivalry games. Uh, Joe, which one stands out to you on the ledger? Oh, man, uh, a bunch of them. I'm going to go to the Iron Bowl, though. Uh, Alabama okay. and Auburn. Bama now 14 and a half. I, I know Auburn. It was so disgusting what happened last week. I mean, if, if that's not a look ahead, I don't know what is with uh, with what happened to Auburn there. But um, New Mexico look, State, they, baby. They, go hacky. Yeah. They doubled up in yards by New Mexico State. Not a fluky thing. You know, in that game. Right. Unbelievable. Uh, the total is 49 in this one. Now, Auburn has hung with some good teams. They hung with Georgia. They hung with Ole Miss. But th- that's not the way that I'm going. I'm going via the total, and I'm going to play the under 49. Another rivalry game where I'm going to go under. Uh, I- I'm not impressed with either offense. I don't think either of them are, are viewed as a top 50 offense, and they shouldn't. Now, Bama's. Bama steamrolling teams, last four wins, all double-digit victories now. There's that expectation they're going to cover uh, the 14, maybe even the hook. Uh, I'm not going to worry about that. I think it's going to be a lower-scoring game. And, you know, people bring, bring, what about Milrow for Heisman? Just because he's on a team that could possibly make the playoff. I mean, look at the numbers. No, 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 no. That's not even – he doesn't have much <laughs> of a chance. I'm just going to play the under, uh, you know, thinking that these offenses, neither of them will explode in this matchup. Gosh, this is a tough one. I mean, I really like what Alabama is doing right now. I don't have a play in this one. It just seems like things are really clicking for them. And so I don't know what to expect in this matchup. So I'm just going to pass. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. The context, Joe, that you mentioned as far as uh, Auburn looking ahead is important here because the Tigers are six and five right now. They could afford mm-hmm. to lose that game and invest wholeheartedly in beating Alabama in the Iron Bowl. And you talk about that being great for recruiting and looking ahead. Auburn wasn't going to do anything mm-hmm. this season. Like they're still going to go to a bowl game if they lose this upcoming contest. So there's very little to lose losing to New Mexico State, but a heck of a lot to gain investing in the look ahead so in that respect i would not move say like my future looks that much based upon what happened in that contest and so i could definitely see auburn keeping this game close uh another fantastic chapter in the iron bowl so i would probably go with auburn uh plus 14 and a half here but i think the under is probably the safer bet as far as that's concerned i want to talk a little bit about another sec matchup here because this has heisman implications as well i want to talk about texas a&m and lsu because my rationale last week for lsu minus 31 and a half against georgia state was more political than analytical (laughs) LSU has more control over making a Heisman argument than any other team in college football because you look at Bo Nix and Michael Penix for Oregon and Washington, they have to play each other. And you don't know who's going to win that game, right? That That is something where the outcome is uncertain. But it is certain that LSU is going to wallop Georgia State and wallop Texas A&M as 10.5 point favorites here. So why not keep Daniels out there? Why not air it out a good bit more, throw more deep balls to tell the world, you know what? Yeah, we have three losses. We also have the Heisman guy at quarterback. And so I will take LSU minus 10 and a half, knowing full well that they have many reasons to run up the score against a program that doesn't have a head coach right now who's probably already looking ahead to next season, Joe. He never sat. He never sat in that Georgia State game. Like that was telling us everything. 
I, I even I know it's Georgia State, but I did a double take when I saw eight touchdowns. Like, no, they can't be right. They, they mean the last couple games, right? <laughs> no, no. This past Saturday, he had eight touchdowns. And you're right. Mm-hmm. That's how the offense, the, the whole game plan is going to be geared. Let's get our guy another Heisman. We can say another LSU quarterback won the Heisman. Uh, and, and that's right. a huge selling point. Uh, Two and five voters, years. They, yeah. they, every year, every every week, rather, the Heisman favorite is changing. Every single week. So they don't know what to do. Daniel should win it, but will they look past the three losses? That's the big question. The shootout with Ole Miss, uh, Alabama, and Florida State. I mean, maybe maybe it's they end up losing to a couple teams that make the playoff. Maybe. I mean, you could make that case mm-hmm. right now. But um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I I'm not going to bet on this, but you're right. That's. That's the angle. And so what do we do? Do we go like a team total over? Like what would what how would we team total this? over, lay the points, yeah. all of the above. I mean, I think just about anything that promotes LSU's offense in some way, I think is fine. Now the total 66 and a half, that is high. Uh it's possible. I mean, LSU does have a bad defense, and so it's possible AM keeps up in some way. Uh, but I think ultimately they're I mean, Daniels and company, they're, they're just way too good. And AM's defense, I think, is fifth in the SEC at last check in terms of uh, overall EPA. Uh, they're not going to mm-hmm. slow him down. Not at all. Mm-hmm. That I fun. think that's the same argument that I have for Bo Nix and Oregon. I mean, that's mm-hmm. the game that I really looked at because Oregon offensively, one of the best teams in the country. I think DJU is going to struggle. And I also think that they're trying to, you know, pad Bo Nix's number so he can win the Heisman too. And I think they have to win by margin. This is a very important matchup for them to just absolutely destroy Oregon State because they they have one loss. They're trying to get in the college football playoff. So I just think they are going to try to lay on the point. So I would definitely be on the Oregon side here, Joe. Yeah, I think you're right. Looking at them this year, when they've had time to prepare like for these get-up spots, They've just demolished teams. And I know they're a bottom feeder now, but, you know, Colorado by 36. They beat Utah by 29. They they beat USC by almost double digits. It, it's another one of those. And we know that the following week is looming, but we're asking them to get to 14. I, I think they can. I think they can. What about you, Ed? I, I, I think I'm with you. Yeah, it, it's, yeah. it's something where – Bo, Bo Nix and company, I think one dimension that they know they need to add coming up is to throw it deeper down the field. And I think they're capable of that. You know, I had my questions uh, at the start of the year, but I think they're adding dimensions to this offense they know they need if they're going to make a playoff push. So why not do it against your rival? And look, it's rivalry weekend. You run up the score in rivalry weekend. That's what you're supposed to do. So why not do it in a spot like this, especially if the, mm-hmm. the game is in hand still they can keep doing it this is becky l daily presented by betmgm coming up next a thanksgiving edition of let's go or hell no that's right here on the becky network